0: Welcome to the Vince Del Monte podcast show, where each week we bring you the raw and real experiences, lessons, and timeless principles every man needs to master the five M's of manhood. By sharing conversations with the world's most successful people pursuing the five M's, you'll build muscle faster, achieve a winner's mindset, increase your money, dominate your mission, and go the distance with your marriage. My name is Vince Del Monte, entrepreneur, author, pro fitness model, and father. And I've helped tens of thousands of men transform their bodies and lives through muscle, entrepreneurship, and personal development. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. Hey, welcome back to the Vince Del Monte podcast. We have got a super special guest here. We're going to dive right in. His name is Craig Valentine. He is the godfather of online marketing. My uh, second business mentor, the first guy who coached me, I never actually met to this day. And uh, Craig invited me to an event way back in 2007. And I attended in uh, West Palm, Florida. That event changed my life. And uh, Craig has been the one voice in my life who has always just known what to tell me and when to tell me. And uh, just recently he initiated uh, a little a little get-together here at uh, at uh, the HQ here, which is also my home address <laughs> in the basement. And uh, Craig's here, and we just did a podcast for his show, and uh, we're going to talk about a lot of things today. You know, I've always been inspired by his uh, singularity of focus, primarily his discipline. And I think Craig's taught me a lot about discipline, and it's not like what to say yes to But more importantly, what to say no to. And we're going to talk a lot about that. He is the king of Instagram, organic growth, and anything that has to do with sales, Instagram stories, these very tactical posts we'll talk about today that you're probably seeing left and right that uh, I'm pretty much just modeling and deploying and they work like gangbusters. So you'd be crazy not to use them as well. <laughs> Thanks, and uh, and uh, I just like to give credit where credit's due. And uh, Craig has just uh, wrapped up another book. I can't believe how many books this guy pumps out.
1: Well, uh, I, we can talk about how I did not write that book.
0: I, I want to talk about that because yeah. <laughs> like I've got a lot of books in me, but they're not coming out like the rate year they're coming out for you. So, Hey, Craig, well, first of all, thank you for um, your guidance, your mentorship, your direction, your just your tough love and uh, just knowing what to say and when to say it uh, over all these years and especially the last two years.
1: Well, the great thing is, Vince, is you, you listen with an open mind and, and you're willing to take feedback. You embrace it. You lean into it. You say, hey, guys, tell me what can I be doing better here? And that's why you're growing all the time. And that's why everybody who gets coaching from you is... Should be so grateful that you're willing to lead from the front. You know, you're going to be the first person taking the bullet for self improvement, so that everybody else can benefit from it. So that's that's super powerful. And then you push guys like me to like, man, I got to go and out there and learn something new to show Vince. And you were showing me some stuff before this. You taught me some stuff. I'm like, man, I got to up my game in order to continue to be somebody that, that vince looks up to because i take that pretty seriously too
0: i'm going to just fire out a lot of different questions here i hope you don't mind i'm going like, to fire
1: I, out some a lot of <laughs> a lot of different answers and they hopefully the answers match up to the questions they may for, or
0: may not for, for me things just pop out i'm like here it's like how do you manage the pressure like is it something that you know the comparison thing like when we're in the 100 million dollar mastermind when you've been at this for 14 years and we've seen guys come coming after you know, 16 17 20 I started
1: my email newsletter in 1999, bro. Sorry, I knew it was longer than that. I met Ryan Lee online in 1998.
0: Wow. Yeah, okay, let's talk about that. Like, I sometimes wonder,
1: like... (laughs) I invented the internet.
0: (laughs) When you've been at it this long, do you ever wonder, like, shouldn't I be further ahead? And, like, just that whole, like... Are you, like, I'm right where I want to be? No, I I am definitely not
1: right where I want to be. Do I think I should be further ahead? I think I could be further ahead. I think everybody could be further ahead. I like Ed Milet's little story that he tells about how we're all striving to be the best version of ourselves. We all should be striving to be the best version of ourselves. Some other people have said that uh, the worst feeling in the world is, you know, looking in the mirror and and seeing the man you could be versus the the man or woman that you could be versus the man or woman that you are today. And that is what drives me more than me seeing somebody else more successful. It's like, hey, listen, am I doing the best that I can? Yeah. And, you know, you, we just talked about on my podcast, you talked about, hey, here's the one question everybody should ask themselves every day is what's important now? Yeah. Am I working on what's important now? And, and to me, to me, I don't actually measure my success in money. Not that I don't like money and I don't like the things that money allows me to do, which has allowed me to travel to over 45 countries and do amazing stuff, but I'm a book kid, and that's why I pump out so many books. Mm. You know, books matter to me more mm. than, in business almost more than anything else. And so, if if I died after I had written The Perfect Day Formula, and, and I was able to like tell people how I felt about dying, mm. I would've been like, I'm okay, I wrote the, because I had my book done. That's, yeah. that's like getting that book done, mm. man, I'm like, there, so there I've watching. left my mark, I've done my thing. So, writing, and books to me are like painting would have been to Picasso and the feeling the feel, or to any artist, anybody who's listening, who does sculptures, who does, or who is a cook, the, the way that somebody feels after they have cooked a meal and their guests have appreciated it, like you can't measure that in money. And to me, that's how I feel about books. Now books, it's not as sexy to be a book writer as it is to be a painter or a sculptor. Uh, because it's a different kind of nerdy form of art. but to me, and I think John Romanello would, would get this is the that satisfaction when you write something mm. and it's well received and it makes an impact. And as much as I might like, like making videos that uh, you know I've won videos and watched four million times on YouTube and as much as I like making my Instagram videos and all that stuff, nothing matters to me more than books, which is why I've written so many. Yeah, dude, it's, it's
0: incredible. So why don't you kind of just let us in on your uh, process for that and how you know? I remember, you you and Bay just are hilarious. Like, I think so. We are hilarious. <laughs> we are. That is that is the most
1: factual I, thing you might say no, all day. You, you are.
0: I remember you guys, and you might have said it to me. I don't know, but I was like, when should I write my book? And you're like, there's not many chapters to write.
1: Well, well, here's the thing. Oh, like,
0: yeah, what, So you're what book, tra- are you right? There's
1: no book to write. You're on chapter. You know, you're on chapter eight of ten. You know, most people. So most people say, "I want to write a book." And you talk to somebody that's like 22 years old. I want to write a book. Well, okay, listen. You've lived three chapters of a ch- ten chapter book. How could you possibly write a book? You know, why would anybody listen to you because you haven't lived your book yet that you want to write? You're just gonna go. You're gonna write a book about all this stuff you've read about. Well, that's not a book. That's a book review. And. <laughs> And so nobody needs, like, I don't want to sit here, oh, oh great, your book yeah. review is done of all the people that have inspired you. Listen, huh. listen, if you, you have to write a, a book needs a, a principal theme that is something that has not been articulated properly. It's very much like selling an info product. Like, your sales letter has to have a, it is essentially your book when you're writing a, uh, when you're selling an info product, and it has to be a different book than anybody's ever read before. And so my process, if you want to go through that has evolved over the three books, first book, the perfect day formula was written essentially as a series of essays. And I I had gotten to the point where there was 300 pages. There might've been 20 chapters and I was stuck because it didn't flow. It was like, here's a chapter about this. And then the next chapter kind of jumps into something else. And, and I knew it and I was stuck. And so I asked Matt Smith, he, you know, Matt, he's, he's, uh, one of my best friends, friend of yours lives down in Denver is my business partner in a couple of ventures. And I said, Matt, I don't know what to do. And he said, well, go to Tucker. So Tucker max started a company right around that time called book in a box, which is now called scribe media. And usually what they do is they interview you, they write the book, you, you give feedback and then they edit it and then you have your book. Now, I already had the book written, so all I had to do was give them, give the book to an editor, and they gave me a good editor, and they took my 300 pages and sent me back 110 pages. They unfortunately didn't send me back the 300 hours uh, that I put into writing those additional <laughs> 300 pages, okay. uh, so I lost those for my life, huh. but, but it was, it was put, to, and it was also rearranged. So here's the secret to books that most people don't know about. Is that, And I learned this from Ryan Holiday, and I confirmed this with some other editors I've talked to, is that the most important thing about your book, you know, technically the most important thing about your book is the big idea, the hook, the the main thesis, but then it's the outline of the book. And most people are amateurs when it comes to outlining a book, but when you talk to somebody who has put together many books, they they will take your ideas like, oh, I I thought I was, you know, my chapters were going to go in this order, and they go, that's not how it's going to go. And then they reorder things and it comes out better. Um, And so the outline is huge. So you got to talk to somebody who knows how to outline a book. This is if you, this, that there's a caveat that this is if you want to write a book that is meant to be read. There's, if you want to write a book that is meant to just be a business card, then you don't have to worry about this as much. Right. And like a financial advisor listening to this go, I just want a book so that, you know, I can send it in the mail to somebody to get the conversation going. Okay, well, that's a different book than the types of books that I write, and and there's a time and place for those types of books too. But if you want to write a book that is going to be written and have an impact, or not written, the <laughs> uh, read and have an impact, and some and be a work of art, then it, then the outline is very important.
0: Wow, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's something I've learned along the way. So that was how I did the first book. Yeah,
1: and I remember. The, uh, the ninth round of edits we did on it I, I finished it up I was in the Ritz-carlton in Istanbul watching the sunrise over the Bosphorus Sea it was like a magical moment for me in my life like it's just wow it was awesome it was awesome and uh, to get that done at like 730 in the morning and shoot that back and say don finished you know send it off that was cool and then that you know that really changed my life because it allowed me to finish. With the fitness industry and move in 100 percent with coaching which i've been doing for 10 years almost 10 years as a side thing yeah i want to talk about the message you
0: know like what you've landed on like you're known for something now right there's a lot of people that yeah he's known as the fat loss guy uh, but right now like i've watched you and Pedro's both evolve at the same time like you're both known for like you're known as the productivity guy sure world's most disciplined man right and he's known as the man up guy yeah and when I was sitting in there sitting there in the meetings, I'm always asking myself, what am I known for? Original is known as the no nonsense guy. Sure. Then I kind of branded myself as the live large guy. Then I kind of went through a bit of a phase where it was a bit of everything and that's when I kinda of lost my way. I was the hardcore guy, Foul guy. And I I'm trying to figure out like what's my message and and I've, you know, got language for it now, but just kind of help somebody understand, like maybe even reassure somebody, like if I don't know what exactly my message is or that's at least what i want my message to be but i definitely have to live it out more just like trying to figure out like what do i want people to know me for well
1: the thing is in most cases at least in my case i didn't want to be the world's most disciplined man people just called me that i was labeled that by other people because that's how they viewed me and that is what you want to generally have is that this is applied to you by somebody else so that you don't have to go around thinking, oh, what's my hook going to be? You right. know, what's my name going to be? It'd be like, you know, well, you know, so we were at the, the 100 million mastermind thing, yeah. right? And for everybody listening, this is a mastermind that that Vince and I are in. It costs us $100,000 a year to be in it. It's run by our friends, Joel Marion and Dan Fleischman. There's 100 people in it paying 100K. And so the very first night, the very first thing at the event is Bruce Buffer, the guy who does the UFC, you know, uh, introductions is doing an introduction for every single one of the people. Now we were supposed (laughs)
0: forever. right?
1: Yeah, it did. It did. And we were supposed to give Bruce Buffer like our nickname and, and I didn't even have a choice because Joel had, Joel had already used me as an example. He was like, for example, Craig Valentine is the world's most disciplined man. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I guess that's what I'm gonna be. And so, you know, you hear Bruce Buffer say, "Craig, the world's most disciplined man, Valentine." That was really good. <laughs> yeah, I, I channeled. You know who? Really you, good. Yeah, yeah, you know who I channeled there? Dan Long, because that's the way Dan Long would oh, talk, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, like, I, I, I could do it
1: if I did. <laughs> if you if you do it in Dan Long's voice, you can even do it better than Bruce Buffer could. So. <laughs> Shout out to Dan Long, and so, but but that wasn't like me sitting there and like, oh man, man, I got to come up with like some cool name or something. Like, it's not even a thing. It's just like that's that's who I am pointed out to be, uh, for better or for worse. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, you know, because it gives it gives people an idea. It, it gives people a false idea of who I am. But there are. You know, people say, Don't let anybody pigeonhole you. Well, you know what? Sometimes sometimes you gotta be pigeonholed because if you're pigeonholed, then actually make you a whole bunch of money. You don't have to be that way in your own life. Sure. But <laughs> but if being called the world's most disciplined man makes it easy for me to sell uh, the CEO of a twenty million dollar company, which I have many in my coaching program, into my coaching program, I'll let you call that, call me that all day long. And so that's where it's like don't go, don't go writing a book if you haven't lived your book and don't go naming yourself something. If it's not time to name yourself something, it just generally will come. And at the end of the day, it's still not the most important thing in your life. So just, just let it be. So, so the first book allowed me to move into out of the fitness stuff and into the coaching stuff a hundred percent full time, which then, then gave me a little bit more time to write the next book, which was the, which was called Unstoppable, How to Get Through Hell, Overcome Anxiety, and Dominate Business in Life. And and this book was more of like, this is a, one of the things, there are two things I wanna do in life. I want to make coaching available to everybody, and I'm not sure what that means, whether it's apps, whether whether it's videos, but, but my driving mission in, in life is to make coaching available to everybody because I believe that if everybody had a coach or a mentor, mm. we would all make better decisions, right? Like, could you imagine like a gangbanger, if he just had a mentor in his life, mm. Okay, I mean he ends up getting a mentor and a coach and they're gang leaders. That's why that's why he goes into a gang. Because the only mentor he can get is a guy who's like who who realizes, right? The gang guys are going around going, Oh, that guy's that guy's got no father figure. He's he's right for the picking, and they go and be his coach or mentor. Now imagine there was a positive coach or mentor that came into that person's life. He doesn't go down that path. Or you have, you know, young men of privilege that are going to college, making stupid mistakes. What if that person had a good mentor instead of the frat boy leader mentor that, you know, gets him drunk and into the hazing and all that stuff. What if you just had a better mentor? And so, so one of my things in life is to deliver coaching to everybody in the entire world. Uh, so that's, that's an overriding thing. And then the other thing is to help people overcome anxiety. So I had anxiety, it sent me. It drove me to the emergency room twice and it's 40 million Americans deal with anxiety. Very, very popular affliction, very popular in young people, just popular. It's not that it's popular for good reason. It's just popular. And so I want to help people overcome anxiety and there's a lot of tools that people can put in their toolbox to overcome anxiety. Whether you have it for genetic reasons or you have it because of the situation that you're in, it is, it is something that any, that, that can be overcome. And so I wrote that book. Now, the funny thing, so well, it's not that funny, uh, because it was painful to me, but so I hired Tucker's company for that, for that book. And I was going through the entire system where you get on the phone with people and they interview you and all this stuff and, and they outline the book. But here's the thing is when I when we spent months on this and it was really just this soft book about overcoming anxiety, the original version. It was overcoming the black box of anxiety or something, which is essentially the way that I well, started. Scri- I remember that. Yeah, so you're, I-
0: You doing uh, asking people to vote on the cover.
1: Yeah, so, so everybody listening, if you are stressed or anxious, you you can't go and explain to somebody. So, you know, like right now you're stressed or anxious, and I hope you're not, but if you are. Like, you look like a normal person though. That's the thing. And when I had my anxiety attacks, the, the day that I went to the emergency room twice, for the second time, I was in the middle of a personal training session with a client, and the client was five foot three, three hundred and ten pounds, an obese lawyer, 53 years old. You know, if anybody need to go to the emergency room that day, Sim, not me, right? But I'm training the guy. Yeah. I'm training the guy in the middle of a workout on a Monday morning at like 8:30. I look at him, I like, go, oh, Richard, you gotta take me to the hospital. And here I am, I'm 29 years old. I I'm ripped. I'm like, I'm in the best physical shape in my life. The day that I have to go to the emergency room for my anxiety and he, he couldn't understand it. He looked at me like, like you want to confuse a lawyer. He's just like, man, you know, that is, he's probably never been that confused in his life. And <laughs> you know, like he still didn't get it. He dropped me off at the hospital. He's like, what's wrong with you? I don't understand this. And because it's not like it's a broken arm. Hey, I got a broken arm. Oh, I get it. I, I know what that's like, you know, what, even if you haven't broken an arm, you get it, but the anxiety is a black box because you can't explain it to yourself. And you can't explain to other people. And so nobody knows what's going on. That's why I called it a black box. And so the, the first idea of that book in 2017. So I got, I, I got the first version of that book done on Labor Day. No, um, October. Yeah, about Labor Day weekend of uh, 2017. And I did nothing with it for eight months because I hated it because it was this generic soft book about overcoming anxiety and it didn't relate to entrepreneurship. And I'm like, man, this is like, this is Im- I was almost embarrassed by it. So it took me a while and a lot of conversations with Bedros to figure out what do I do with this book? Huh. And you know, here I have paid $25,000 for something yeah. I hated, you know, to work with K- Tucker's company. Hmm. So after a lot of conversations, Bedros and I realized like, hey, it needs to be about entrepreneurial anxiety. And it needs to be more of my story about how I, I mean, I used to party super hard. And that's what led to my first anxiety attacks back in 2006. And I didn't really have enough of that in there. So I put that stuff in there. And and there was we put more dark humor into it. If you listen to the uh, audio book, there's actually some pretty good jokes in it. Oh. And, and then, so this is like now the summer of 2018. And we go back and we had to redo interviews yeah. and stuff like that. And they send me back the book in about August of 2018. And I promised everybody my book was going to be done for my retreat in November of 2018. And I thought, okay, no problem. Uh, I'll just do some edits on it and I can send it in like late October and like they'll be able to print all these copies in like three days. No, they can't. Uh, so, so, So first I get back like, hey, from my team, that we need you to have the book fully done by September 30th. I go, okay. And then I read the book that they sent me and I was like, they didn't get my voice right. So, so it's again, it's audio interviews sent to somebody and they sent you samples and, and it felt like it was good enough, but it wasn't. So here it is. So now, I just got back from my annual trip to Europe. I was gone for three weeks to Europe. No, I was gone I was gone in 34 days because I went on safari with Joel in Africa. Then I went directly to Europe for my annual trip. I was gone 34 days, and I came back like August 18th of 2018. And now I know. Now I have a book that that needs every sentence rewritten. Oh my gosh! And it has to be done in 45 less than 45 days. And my dog is dying. And so so my dog Valley dog is. Like, when I went away for those 34 days, he aged, like, five years in those 34 days. It was really sad. He came back, I had ten, you know, he died in 10 days, um, and I'm writing, but but I, I'm, I'm up every single day at 4.30. I start writing at 4.30 in the morning. I sit in a chair, like the one I'm in right now, until uh, 7.30, rewriting that entire book every single day for, like, 40 days straight, while also crisscrossing the country to run masterminds and taking my dog in, uh, to get put down. So that was very, like that book almost killed me. (laughs) Uh, fortunately I'm unstoppable. Uh, I got it, got it done on time. And so that was that book. And then, you know, that became a wall street journal bestseller, uh, just for the record, let the record show that when it became a wall street journal bestseller, it was the same weekend that uh, we were at your mastermind and it was the same weekend that bedros has got on the list. And I was number four, and he was number five. So I beat him. I beat man up. That's funny. Just to just hey, to be hey,
0: fun. you got some competition. That's great. Yeah.
1: So, so so the yeah. lessons. Yeah. Were you can ask questions. Yeah, yeah, you're on a roll. Okay. Go. So so the lessons from the second book then made me realize I don't I you know I have content for the third book, the perfect week formula, <clears throat> you know, which I had been teaching. I had been teaching that in my seminars for a year and a half now. And we're ready to write the book on it. And I realized a couple of things. That first, it needed more stories. And second of all, it needed somebody to write the book. I would just speak out the stories. We would collaborate on the outline. And then I needed to find somebody who could take my stories and write the entire thing in my voice. And I was very fortunate that I met a young man who had gone through Jason Capital's uh, email copywriting course. He's 23 years old. His kid's name is Austin. I hired him full-time into my business. He had gotten to that point before he started writing the book that he writes all my email newsletters in my voice, all my articles in my voice, all my entrepreneur.com articles in my voice. And I just read it and I go, Yep, yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Sometimes I say, listen, that's a little wordy. I wouldn't say stuff like that. I never use that word, that sort of thing. Like. Like for mo- for people that don't know, Ryan holiday wrote Bedros's book, man up and there's a word in there. It's like uh, gumption or something. And I'm like, dude, you would never in a million years use that word. I hated that page just because of that. And I was like, you did <laughs> not read word. that. Um, and, but you know, fortunately this Austin kid writes like me. And so it was me and him having calls, me telling stories, him watching the videos I've done on the perfect week formula, all the t- training stuff. And he just put it together. And when he sent me it, I was like, okay, I blocked off all this time. I'm going to have to like rewrite a whole bunch of stuff. And I went through and I was like, well, I don't have to change anything in this chapter. I don't change anything. Nothing. It is. So it was a lot of, uh, he got it all right. And then the other thing that we did is we actually like for one of his drafts, I sent an email out to, my coaching clients and I said hey we're looking for people to proofread the, the book so we got 25 people to proofread the book over a weekend and we got great feedback from them and even <laughs> the, the interesting thing is even with 25 people proofreading plus me and Austin going through it twice as I, re- I I'm just finishing up the audiobook still finding mistakes man it's yeah. crazy yeah you know you find names like Sean Hadsel's name is misspelled and uh, but then there's just words that don't belong, and you know I, I still re- I still read New York Times bestsellers that have words missing. You know, when you have a hundred thousand words in, they're gonna get through. So so don't feel bad if that ever happens to you. But but that one um, that was the quickest book for me to write. It was a it was a lot of work for Austin. He really busted his butt on it. But that's how we did that
0: one. Wow, that's thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Kid. Condense three books into a formula. That's so many lessons there like so many insights and wow maybe it's possible but i i I love what you said you do have to have you got to get through that chapter 9 chapter 10 before you you got to live the book yeah you got to live the book i like that it's inspiring
1: to do that because most people have are right now are in chapter six they're going through something tough but you can't you can't conclude the book you can't have the most important message until you've gone through the hero's journey until like, like, I'm not a hobbit fan, but you know, like the hobbit, hobbit guys, you know, they went down into the tough times and then it's not until what they do, like they threw the rings into the fire or something like, you can't write the book until after you've thrown the rings into the fire or whatever they did, or or until you, until you have destroyed the death star, you can't write the book. Like, Luke yeah, couldn't have written the book. Like, yeah, I think we're going to go destroy the Death Star now. We're here. Yeah. yeah, but we'll wait till the end, Luke, until yeah. you've kissed your sister. Then, then Leia's his sister and he kisses her in the movie. It's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so you can't, until you kiss your sister, you cannot write your book. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, man, that's a great, great little
0: section here on just book writing. I, I love to just show you. But, yeah, know. it's
1: more about book writing. It's about, it's about life.
0: It is. No, of course. The stories have... I mean, they're real, right? When you when you talk about all this stuff, you're you're getting up so early every day to like... You're so disciplined. It all comes together, right? Like you see the messages yeah show up. So uh, yeah, it, it just takes time. You know, it really takes time to foster these messages into
1: something that you can speak to to have well, credibility because... Okay. Yeah, and, and, and remember what I said is that I had... Uh, or, or maybe I didn't make it clear, but for my perfect week formula... I invented it, you know, quote, unquote, invented it and presented it for the first time in the summer of 2018. Uh, after that trip with the safari, I was in London, England doing a workshop. And I remember I was like, hey, I've got an idea. Let me just draw it a week here and we'll plan in a bunch of stuff. And over the course of the day, I just kept on pointing at the perfect week formula. I remember, I drew it out down yeah, here one amazing. time for yeah. you and Flav. Now, here's the thing is I did that presentation 75 times at workshops. Before I felt comfortable that I could write the book on it because I, what I learned with the perfect day formula is that I didn't cover so many things. And I would speak at fitness business summit. I'd get 40 people in line, well sent them saying, well, what about this? What about on this day? What if I have the kids and I don't have the kids this day? What about Saturday? And I was like, Oh man, I wrote the wrong freaking book, man. There's seven days in a week. It should have been perfect week formula. So that, that started me down the path. And then also all the negative reviews I got on Amazon, you know, the three stars, the, the one star, like all the people saying, here's why this won't work. And I'm like, I didn't address that. It's like a sales letter, right? right. And so with the perfect week formula, yeah, we're going to get people who don't agree with something. That's normal. But mm. I felt like it was a much more overcoming objections mm-hmm. approach. Like like we would go through it and go, "What are why are people going to say that won't work? Well, they're going to say this. Okay, so let's cover it with this. And I had to have those conversations with everybody in the room when I did those 75 presentations. And that's another reason why most people can't write the book is because they haven't sat down and thought, well, the thing I'm going to teach, how are people going to poke holes in my thesis? Because that's what a book is. It's like the greatest essay you've ever had to write. And we've all written essays in college and high school where the professor comes back and says, well, you didn't, you know, you don't have a strong argument here.
0: That's a good point. Every great book I've read, I've realized I just I'm almost you know
1: sold on new concept that I've just read. Well, I mean, it's like a it's like a lawyer's argument, right? And and like your book, it has has to be like a you know open and shut case for for like the conviction that you want. That's what a book is, right? Yeah, totally. The book is to change your mind to get you to think in a different way. So So it's powerful.
0: So one day you're gonna write a book on how to write a book, but. We'll yeah, man. we we'll got the outline here already for you. So I want to talk about talking about doing things prematurely. You know, I'm seeing a lot of uh, people uh, in my mastermind and then, you know, there to for fitness advice. Not a lot, small handful. And then the next year, they're a business coach. Uh,
1: yeah, I, yeah, I get it. I, I mean, hey, listen, in one way, I'm okay with that because I, I am a big believer in this phrase that I learned from Dan Kennedy That is, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. And listen, if you don't believe that in a little bit of a way, then when would you ever be allowed to start? Right. Like, who is is the person who lives in the glass house, who who can go around, or, or, you know, who is the person without the log in their eye, as they say in the Bible, who's allowed to go and and anoint everybody is ready like who who is that person who is the person who says okay now you're ready to write your first training article on the internet right like i you know back and i'm sure this is still a thing in the day now but i used to see that um you know when i was writing articles online and in fitness and you go to some of these other websites like oh you shouldn't be allowed to write an article you know you haven't done this this and this well like Who, yeah, who's setting the parameters here? And and so, you know, should someone who has only made $100,000 in their business be allowed to be a business coach? Well, you know, would you go to a friend for counsel? And, you know, if they had a business that was slightly more successful than yours, yeah, you would. And so the end of the day is, if you are giving good advice, if you are giving advice that will help people, if you are confident in that advice, um, and if that advice helps somebody, then who am I, in all my uh, pretentiousness, to say you're not allowed to do that? Yeah. So
0: that's a it, good flop. I mean, a, and, and you know what, though, Vitz
1: yeah. is that it's
0: a fair statement.
1: Yeah. There's people out there who are very successful, who have coaching programs who charge a ton of money, and who are not good coaches. You know, and and because you probably have heard this all the time, I got burned by a coach in the past. Yeah, yeah. And then you, and then you, like, you get to know the person. You go, who was it? And they go, oh, so and so, and it cost me this much sort of money. I go, I mean, that person has has been doing this for a long time, and and blah 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 blah. Like, so it's not it's not like you're only gonna get a bad coach if they're if they've only made hundred grand. You get a bad coach if they got millions of dollars because yeah. there's just that they're unethical or whatever the reason is now if you're an ethical person and maybe you don't know as much you you know i'd rather have that coach than the unethical person
0: that's a great insight you know i, I know we've ever, never talked about that here before right there's there's bad coaches at every income level just yeah. because it just because someone hasn't done a certain status level doesn't mean doesn't disqualify them there's yeah. guys who have done like the ultimate success, you know, at income levels, but that's the last guy you want to actually take advice from. Right.
1: Or, or maybe they, maybe they've just let, you know, other people run the coaching program or maybe they just, you know, have let their attention to detail slip or something like that. There, is, there are no guarantees on either side that someone who's been around a long time is going to be your right coach or that someone who's a beginner is going to be your right coach. Let's just not, let's not worry about it. Right. So you're on a mission. Let's
0: talk about coaching because you're on a mission to get every single person in the world a coach. Sure. That's all. That's I don't think I've ever heard you share that before, and I love that. And your whole coaching, your entire business model is shifted towards you know driving coaching clients. So I just love to learn. First of all, some uh, talk about you know your big wins from the past year. We're coming on a 2020 here. What it, what have been some of the most exciting? wins for you in your own personal business that, you know, any level of uh, products that you offer. Yeah.
1: So definitely one of the coolest things is I often end up hiring people that hire me for coaches. And so pretty cool stuff like whether it's a copywriter like Sam Robson or this guy, Jamie McKean, who's been, who Jamie McKean runs a company called The Leverage Model. He's based out of New Zealand. He's actually done a lot of stuff with Taki Moore who's our coach uh, for both Vince and I and Jamie does a lot of marketing for a lot of those docu series like truth about cancer and stuff like that. He's actually worked with a lot of people that are in the 100 or a few people that are in the 100 million mastermind group Vince. Wow. And so he basically just he does the thing that that you and I tell people to do which is you know go find somebody on Upwork and free up and that sort of thing. He's built a contractor team, and so Jamie came to me to help grow his business, and I helped him grow his business, and then I was looking for a a digital marketer in my business, and everybody I was talking to was like, man, you're charging, like like you're way overvaluing yourself. I understand digital marketing is a hot thing right now, but for you to think that you deserve that much money and a part of my business, which is what most people were saying, their salary requirements were, I was like, you're, ridiculous. You're, you're up to lunch.
0: That's what you were saying to people who were coming in to run that digital marketing. Yeah, they were like applying yeah, yeah. and they were saying, "This oh, is my, these
1: are my expectations and I'm yeah. like, okay, here's, here's, yeah, yeah. You're, and you, you live in know. California yeah. and you're clearly smoking some, yeah, some yeah. something. <laughs> and and so, it's like, this is not right. And then I was like, oh, Jamie, look at this description of this thing that I'm looking for. Is this you? And he goes, yeah, we can do that. So basically, what he does is, huh. you know, he has... He has people around the world that run Facebook groups you know that are experts in that and he he will get them working on my Facebook group and he has people working on LinkedIn strategies for me and this and that and and he also pushes me really hard to let go of stuff you know we all I need to let go of some things and he's pushed me so hard to raise my prices so i'm i'm $3000 for 30 minute calls now but but now i have a much more interesting and varied clientele base like i Here's why this is a still a 30 X return. I had a coaching call with a guy he runs, this is a company that he runs. He runs, his company has robots that go into train, uh, you know, cars that transport oil and stuff. And the robots go in and clean the train tankers faster than humans and safer because every year, 30 people die from the fumes in these tankers cleaning them out. And, but his robots go in and do it faster. So his contracts are millions of dollars. And on one call in on 30 minutes, I gave him a couple of ideas for him to go and sell some contracts. And he said, Oh, I, I did that thing that you told me to do. And I got a $110,000 contract in 15 minutes. And it's probably going to turn into about $400,000 contract from one 30 minute call. Oh, so I can do that. And I got another guy who's a $20 million company selling ocean degradable straws, right? So if you go to start, if you go to places, everybody says their stuff is degradable, but yeah, it's degradable in 10,000 years, but his stuff, he is, he has access to a material where if you, if you use a straw of his and left it outside in the rain in like a couple of weeks, it's gone mm. and, and it's not degrading into bad stuff. So, so he's doing 20 million bucks a year and I've been, I've been helping him with strategies to make $5 million contract sales so that he can go from 20 to 40 million bucks in a year. Like, That's okay. Amazing. Yeah. And, and so we're getting more of those people. And the cool thing is, where do those people come from? Coaching clients. No. Where do they come from? Where do those coaching? Instagram me? stories. Instagram. Instagram. Frickin Instagram. Like, so people say, oh, well, you know, my market is, you know, 40 year old people. They're not on Instagram. I got I got 65 year old you know business owners of 10 million 20 million dollar companies from Instagram from the blunt post on Instagram from the stories on Instagram it's crazy Jeez, man. it is awesome okay
0: great so you're still focused on well actually so so the lesson there, there is that. very
1: much like you having hired Corby and Richard like Hiring up a level was huge for me this year. Hiring up a level. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. And, you know, Austin's been on my team for more than this year, but hiring him was awesome. Um, using my politically incorrect job ad to find Linda, my assistant. And um, I forget what show it is. It's either Suits or Billions. There's a character named Donna. Remember when oh, yeah, Xander Donna, was talking course, about finding his, his Donna? Finding Donna. Yeah, yeah. So Donna is like some hardcore assistant. And, anyways, I have my Donna. I call Linda, my second mom, because I'll be at like, it'll be nine o'clock at night on a travel day. And I'm like, where's my hotel tonight? Did I book a hotel? and yeah, yeah. like she's, <laughs> she's answering a text message from me at nine o'clock at night. Like, yes, here's your hotel. Here's a confirmation. I'm like, awesome. oh, thank goodness. I'm not sleeping in the streets tonight. I can barely put my pants on in the morning. <laughs> I'm the world's most disciplined, man. And I'm still pretty organized, but, but I, left, let, I, right, I, yeah, I, I let a few things get away from me. Yeah. So, you know, hiring the right team has been great, uh, allowing me to work less. Um, I worked a lot in the fitness business and, you know, writing copy and checking copy and we don't run that type of business anymore. So I'm really super glad to be out of that world and just more like, great, here's the calendar. You got to fit yourself in there and I'm not deviating from that. So I have a lot more time uh, for some other important stuff in my life. So, So how do you scale a coaching business? Well, I'm big on other coaches and, you know, some of my coaches have said, oh, you don't want to have sub coaches and all this stuff, but I, I would rather coach my coaches. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I get a tremendous pleasure out of training up a guy like my friend, Daniel Woodrum, who owns two fit body boot camps with me. And he coaches all of our gym owners. And he actually coaches a bunch of our small business owners, even outside the fitness industry. Because Daniel has, Daniel and I have gone through some pretty tough times with our fit bodies. We opened a second location too soon. It nearly failed. But Daniel then became a great leader. He's one of the best servant leaders I've ever worked with. Mm. And by doing that, you know we have two locations three hours apart. And he never goes to the one because we have the team there. And by him doing that... He's figured he's solved all the problems that any small business owner would have brick and mortar, small business owner would have. So he can coach those people. So people hear my price. They're like, I can't afford that. I'm like, great. Daniel's only a thousand bucks a month and he's going to give you all the results that you need anyways. So we're going to get you coaching with him. And then he sends me an update every week of the 50 clients that he has. And I say, Man, that's awesome. Here's a little tip on working with this person. And I coach Daniel. And by coaching Daniel, I coach 50 people. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and I've and i got Ron and I've got a girl in Australia. I'm probably going to have a second person in Australia. And they've all been clients of mine. So they all know how the system works. And we were talking earlier about hiring within our worlds. Right. And I'm just, so I'm building up a coaching team. So my, my business will look like Tony Robbins coaching, right? Everybody's, everybody's heard of a Tony Robbins coach or they know somebody who has a Tony Robbins coach. Now, ours will be very pragmatic type coaching. We wow. don't do mindset coaching. Yeah. We, we have man, uh, Maddie Applin, who is Xander's yeah. fiance, soon to be wife. I outsource all my mindset coaching to her and, and CEO of a $20 million company. You're getting on a call with this 27 year old girl from Australia because she's amazing and she fixes these guys super fast. So, you know, I've got, I like to say that I've built, I'm building my Marvel superhero mm. team, you know, like, oh, you need the Hulk, you need, you need the Black Widow, you need whatever, you know, I'm going to send you to the right coach. And so that's how I'm growing my coaching business because most people can't afford me and most people don't need me. They don't need me. The, the, their problems can be solved by my coaches who have downloaded a lot of me and, and the systems. And we have training videos, of course, too. And, and so that's how we, we scale that side. Then we're going to grow our mastermind like yours. I It took me a while to get my feet under me for my mastermind, but we got 40 people now. Um, our rate is 2,500 a month. And we have 40 people that are one in January, and we could have had more, but we literally booked a room that just won't allow more people in it. And so we'll have that mastermind growing to, you know, hopefully we'll get, I don't know if we'll get to a hundred this year, but we'll get it up there. And then I know that that mastermind will grow very large and we'll have different levels for it. Um, And then we also are really pushing our course. A fifteen hundred dollar course in in the new year as well, which might have the ability to be bigger than the other two sides of things. So that's how my business is going to look, and we're very focused. We that's all we do. That's That's all we do. You know, shut the fitness business down, walked away from a five and a half million dollar a year fitness business in two thousand and fifteen, and said, no, we're not sending any emails to it anymore. We don't email the list not like we we allowed um Mike Geary's team to email the list gotcha, for yeah. a long time but then it just got to the point where there you know there's no new blood coming into it so it's not generating revenue so it just it's just there and you know the interesting thing about that is is that if somebody asked me for a workout I would tell them the best like literally the best workouts I ever created were in 2003 and 4 so if I was still in the fitness industry I'd still be selling that one but Well, I I would still be selling it, but every you know people always want new from you, right? Uh So I'd be like trying to make a better workout than the best workout. Like that's what I did for ten years after, right? I was like no nonsense muscle building. Like come up to me in the gym and like I got that from a year. I love that program. Right, it's my best program. Like I can't make another program that's that good. So why would I continue on this? Like you can still buy Tergoze Training. Yeah, it's a machine, and you should buy it but there's not another one coming out. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's yeah. I know it's good. It's, and there's nothing for me to come out with. Yeah, you recognize that. And it's good because it's, you know, you can get comfortable there and just, uh, yeah. It's my it Mona becomes, Lisa. It's, it's the my, Mona Lisa of, of workouts. Yeah, it, becomes, it just becomes you're comfortable and uh, it never is like the thing you want to be ultimately remembered for anyways. No. So you got to just, all right, that was a chapter, let's move on. I'll
1: tell you what's what's hilarious though this. I, I will get... CEOs oh for example here's a great story I don't know if I ever told you this but I had so one of the guys who found me through Instagram stories he had 280 followers and it was a private account and and he said tell me more about your coaching and I'm like whatever this is probably some kid right because it was the, his handle was the name of guitar. So I'm like, I have no idea who this is. And, I, and I'm like, well, tell me. And, and I always write right, back. One, two, <laughs> so just a little, little insight on my Instagram direct messages. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are in the world. I will always, if someone says, tell me about your coaching or, you know, you said DM millionaire or whatever it is that, that they sent me, I will always say to you, Hey, I, I will usually say it without my voice cracking, like a 13 year old boy, <laughs> but I will say, Hey, And then I'll put their name, great to connect. So hey Vince, great to connect. Next bubble. And then I'll answer, tell me more about your business goals and obstacles. That's what I ask. Sometimes I'll say what's your business if I'm unclear, but if if I can see what their business is, I'll simply say, tell me more about your business goals and obstacles. And then they'll tell me, and then I'll be able to say, perfect, next bubble. I'm hundred percent confident that we can help next bubble. Please email me at Craig at Godfather.com for coaching options. And that's it. We're out of the Instagram direct messages. We're not in there all day long. And so that's how I generally do that. So this one guy, you know, two years ago sends me that message, like tell me about your coaching. And I'm like, I have no idea who you are. Um, and so I write back, tell me more about your business goals and obstacles. Turns out he's the CEO of a food services company. In the UK, that has three thousand employees, you just like you wouldn't know. You know, right. he's a little bit older than us, so you know he's close to fifty years old. Fifty-year-old guy on Instagram, with a like an anonymous account, hmm. and I almost didn't reply to the guy because I, I, it was an anonymous account. So I like don't judge book by its cover, and so I get to meet him in at my workshop. You know, he pays seventy-five hundred bucks to come to my workshop. You know, he's a, one of my top-level coaching clients, and. I'm super excited. I'm like, how'd you find me? You read my book, right? You know, uh," he goes, well, no, uh, back in the day, he says this in a British accent because he's British. And uh, back in the day, I bought Vince Del Monte's no-nonsense muscle building. (laughs) And because of that, I heard about turbulence training. And I just... I didn't say that, did he? Yeah. No, that's his answer. That's his true answer.
0: Oh, I thought you were making this up. No, no, no. No, this
1: is his true answer. Wow. In a British accent, he's saying, in the room, he's saying, well, at first, uh, first I bought uh, Vince Del Monte's No Nonsense Muscle Building. That's really good. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I think that's probably Australian or that's something. That's a really good idea. And, and, and then I heard about you through Vince in 2008. And here it is 10 years later. He's he's coming to a workshop. And then I had another guy who, who sold his business to PayPal for $100 million. Right? So he's coming to my workshop. And he's... You know, he had, he had just sold it to PayPal. So he's like starting a new business. And, I'm, and again, I, I, I pull the old, oh, I'm super excited. How did you hear about me? Was it, you know, my articles on early to rise? Was it my perfect day formula book? And he goes, no, I bought Turbulence Training in 2008. Mm. And so there's nothing I could have done different back in the day. But I realize now, if I would have sold more Turbulence Training products, it would have helped my business coaching program. Mm. 10 years later. Like, isn't that hilarious? Because that's that the too. foundation.
0: It is. It's so true. I'm like, if how much bigger would this coaching program be if I'd built my muscle building business so much bigger? Because that's where everyone's coming from.
1: Yeah, isn't that? Yeah, it's pretty neat. So,
0: And it's interesting, too, there's so many lessons here. Our pastor, uh, Ferdick, talked about, he had a sermon. It was amazing. You love it. It's called The Second Yes. And uh, he says that oftentimes what you say yes to will be tested. And uh, oftentimes when people say yes these days, there's really no weight behind it. And uh, he asked us, you know, are you one of those fickle people that say yes? And, um, and the, whole, the whole thing is, is that if you say yes, you will be tested. And the reason you'll be tested is to see if you can be trusted. Huh. And what I'm saying here is that way back when, because this is the next conversation I want to have is, you know, we're coaching people in these beginning stages and you and I had fears getting started, you know, we wanted to do this. I'm sure there's a lot of different things that showed up for you. Like, do I belong here? Do I have the money? Can I afford this, et cetera? And you never know, you, you never know what you're saying yes to mm-hmm. when, when we both start, like if you hadn't said yes to your business, if I hadn't said yes to my business, who knows where that guy would be. And we don't see the impact of what our yes affects. And when we say, yes, I'm going to keep doing this as opposed to say, oh man, Uh, This is getting hard now and when we keep saying the second yes and the third yes and the fourth yes Those are the yeses that ultimately take us to where we want to go and that are going to impact the people We would have never met if we'd given
1: up after the first yes was tested true, man. (laughs) I mean that's that's the way it is for everything in life. Uh, That's a powerful message you just shared there, dude and but that goes for so many things in life from your you know finding the love of your life to You know your health and fitness to your to writing your book like listen you know, Vince and I are joking that you're not ready to write your book, but that's just a test, right? It's just a test, like, oh, you know what? I got to go and do this other stuff, and you can still write your book, but you don't. I'm not saying never write your book. I'm just saying you got to go through some more tests to do it.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome. So, so you got this really simple business model. Love this. Uh, wondering what people are. I know what people are thinking. What did you? What did you send in that email? Is that like kind of just to empower them with, here's like your menu, and then if you wanna uh, buy one of these things, set up a call, or?
1: Essentially, what? yeah, essentially, so like my, my email then, so if I get somebody off that DM, yeah. we then go to, I, 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 have, um, I basically have a couple that I can copy and paste. So if the person is right to work with Ron, who, who is my assistant coach, and he works mostly with online coaches, then I will send a specific email if they're right for daniel then i'll send a specific email oh, cool. if they're right for our online course then i'll send a specific email but generally it's a it's a it's a version of like the good better best email so basically it says i can i can read it to you right now it says hey thanks for following up here there are three options for you to work with either me or my top coach daniel or in my online course just let me know which one is best for you and if you have questions please book a call with our program director, Ron Mora, here, and it links to that. He's happy to answer all your questions. So it starts off with me. Number one, custom coaching with Craig, $29.97 per month, and we do cancel in time. And then a little line underneath that says, my normal rate is $4,500 per month, but I'm giving you a special friends from IG rate. Or friends, friends if it's a referral, I say friends of Vince, or if it's, you know, some, Whatever lead source, you know, if they came in from LinkedIn, friends from LinkedIn, you know? Yeah. And, and then from there, we, we do some bullet points, very small bullet points of here's exactly what you get. And I, I could probably get rid of some of the bullets because, man, even five bullet points is probably too much. And then, and then it goes into option two, which is custom coaching with Daniel at nine ninety seven a month. Mm-hmm. And then it's essentially the same thing. And then at the end it says, or you can join my online course for entrepreneurs to double their income and work less. And you can just start with a dollar trial for 14 days. And then here's the link. So let me know what you prefer and then fill out this credit card authorization form and we'll get started or have that call with Ron. And so Ron and uh, Linda, my assistant, are both copied on this email. And now we start our monster follow-up with people. So we have a tracking spreadsheet, Google document. And we also use this thing called coda.io, which is a something, I don't know what it is, but Linda uses it. And we have a 13 step over several days of, okay, now, now that email has been sent that triggers Ron to follow up. And when Ron follows up that triggers Linda to send my books and my kit. So we send stuff in the mail to every single person that, that gets to this point.
0: Wow, so you're taking them all off the DM. That's that's really interesting. That's a good insight for me because we have like just orange. We use a little flagging system. Yeah, they're all flagged. Everyone's
1: flagged. Nobody's flagged. (laughs) If everyone's special, nobody's special.
0: Painted red. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's really neat. So you take them off, gonna give them the menu, and then they can take it or and then we get them on the phone with Ron. Really. Yeah. So I used
1: to do a lot more closing through DM, uh um, but now it's just. So this do, is just uh, the way we do it. So
0: And then the mastermind, did you, so it's personally work with you or they get the custom uh, with um, Ron or Dan? Ron or think. Daniel or like Marie the, of, or uh,
1: soon to be Andy, hopefully. Gotcha. And
0: then so they got a custom route with one of your coaches or?
1: The online course which is very similar to yours, you know, vi- training videos, Zoom training, weekly Q and A, that type of stuff. Okay,
0: so like a group coaching kind of program? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah for 1500 bucks, uh, you know, 500 bucks a month for three months, and then if they want to stay in it, it's 197 a month. 197 a month? Yeah, oh, so it's, nice. so it's 1500 for too. the course, and then oh. once you get through the course timeline, it's like, hey, we we continue to do these training videos gotcha. every week. It gives you lifetime updates. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's nice, okay, cool. And then, so the mastermind's completely separate. Yeah, all these. Then that's a separate. Hey, by the way, if you wanna, it's we, I like we it sell it's, the mastermind
1: at the retreat, at the and retreat, so this yeah. year, I, this year I nailed my uh, yeah. my my. Yeah, how'd it go? Yeah, it's really good, and you know we charge more than than ever for it, and I mean that, I I did a really bad job of it last year. I did. And, why, and I, why, do
0: you, why do you say that? Was, because I, I was there two years ago. I don't know. Uh, was the fr- I was there the first year. Right. You were there years. my first year. And yeah. so it,
1: my first year was good. Yeah. You know, for, for it being my first year, I did an wow. okay job. The problem was right. I didn't really, you know, because my audience is not super specific to a niche market, <laughs> I work with entrepreneurs of all stripes that I didn't really have my mastermind content. So there was a lot of turnover in the mastermind. I was getting new people in, but then people were leaving. Sure. Um, So then the second year at the retreat, the biggest mistake (laughs) that I made was not necessarily in the sales presentation part. It was in the content that I did in my sessions before. So most of my content was mindset. um, And there was not... And actually, the only stuff that I taught about how to make money was later on the second day after I'd already done my mastermind pres- uh, sales presentation. And then, but right before me, Sharon came up and did this thing that helped people make a whole bunch of money. And, and then I went up there and, I, oh, and I, as I you guys I'm, I'm doing my presentation and, and going, oh my God, I screwed up so bad. And you're thinking about that. Oh, yeah. Man. And, and oh. so... Still, still did okay. Sure, but I was like, okay, so this year, I just showed them how much value I could add from the you know my first presentation. The first half an hour of the presentation made them money. I did a presentation on at the end of the first day about ten. You know, the thing yeah. that I did for your for your group That's recently. Awesome. It was like, hey, listen, yeah, you know, I, I wanted people to make money overnight. And so when I started my presentation the next morning, I was like, hey, did anybody make some money overnight? And there was like a guy who made like 3,500 bucks overnight. I go, listen, like if I can do that for you overnight. Um, And so then that allowed me to go into my mastermind sales presentation. But I used, I also used way more, like for every one of my 10 points in my mastermind sales presentation, I said, hey, you need, in order to be successful, you need to be this. Let me tell you about how I helped Frank become this so that he could scale his business, how I helped Ron do this, how I helped this person, Maddie do this. And then I brought up Maddie and Rob Hanley. And I think you met Rob, maybe at one of the Toys for Tots things, really good dude. And then um, this guy, MJ Lennon, who teaches personal trainers how to become personal trainers in the UK. And they came up and did like a two to three minute Hey, Craig, help me with this and yeah. and they gave the presentations of their lives. It was amazing. It was amazing, absolutely amazing. Maddie and MJ were just awesome, and Rob has been a good friend of mine for a long time. So, so he did a great job. And then I went into the strongest pres- sales presentation I'd ever done, hmm. and you know we got a lot of people in from that. And and I also one other thing that I did is where you know the models that Taki teaches. Yeah, yeah. We've got a pretty good, we've got the Valentine method all modeled out now. And we've we've got people labeled as, okay, if, so basically imagine three circles. You got clarity. That's us good thing, Diagram. Yeah, you got your clarity, you got discipline, and then you have strategy. Got it. So if you have clarity but no discipline, you're labeled as a dreamer, not doer. You'll be outside, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're a dreamer, not doer, and therefore your strategy is red. Okay, you can't build a strategy if you're a dreamer but you have no doing. Okay, great. Then this is, but this is, this was the magic one, the one where so, probably about five of the 20 people that signed up came up and, and said, I'm that lost warrior. That's why I signed up. When you, when you said lost warrior, that was me. I was oh. raising my hand. Lost warrior, it has great discipline, right? They're willing, they're willing to grind and hustle, but they don't have clarity. Mm. And if you don't have clarity and you're, and, and, but you're working all the time, you went like, "Hey, listen, great! You're yeah. really efficient at doing something that you shouldn't yeah, yeah. be doing."
0: We we got a guy
1: in our group we call him the Raging Bull, but he doesn't know where to direct his horns. Right, right. So the Lost Warrior resonated with so many people. There, I own a gym and I'm working 14 hours a day. I'm a Lost Warrior. So having that one was mm-hmm. was killer. Uh, it just like people just yes, me. Where do I put? Where do I give the money to 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 attend?
0: What was it? What was the last one?
1: So right, right. there's a business battler, yeah. which we haven't fully fleshed that one out. Um, and then ideal is empire builder. When you have all of the things are the right color and you, when you have vision and when you have discipline, you're going to have the strategy so that you can go and that's awesome. Yeah. Man. So a business battler would just have the wrong strategy. So they're, they're, they've got discipline. They've got, they know where they want to get to and they're willing to work hard, but their strategy sucks. And so, they just are always in these battles in their business. Mm-hmm. But the empire builder has them all working. It's funny because um, this uh, last Wednesday night
0: we wrapped up ten weeks of six-figure coach live and interactive group coaching. Uh-huh. It was four. We go for four hours from 8:30 p.m. to 12:30 wow. in the morning. And uh, I did a pitch on the call first, uh-huh. first online, and I didn't have a plan. I did have what I did at the normal presentation. And we made an offer but before we taught a framework uh, a framework that shows high strategy low strategy high tactics low tactics we haven't flushed it out to like giving names to all these different corners yeah. and what uh will happen you know but uh we it presented that and we showed people this is you know what happens when you have high tactics low strategy you know
1: you uh I'm really grateful for that Jamie guy, that Jamie McKean guy, because again, he worked in Taki's business. Did and he help you with the model stuff? He forced me to create it. Okay,
0: so and I got to connect with that guy. Yeah,
1: and the models, this, yeah. And so he, he, like, he pushes me really hard, and every time I'm like, "No, nah, I don't want to do that," he's like, "You," no. like, he won't give up, and, and so he knows he and I are very similar, which is why uh, we connected strongly because man, i I would just i res, I resist a lot of stuff, and he won't accept my resistance on things, which is what you need, right from a coach or a mentor or you know someone on your team. and he's like, Craig, you got to come up with this extra one. You, you need you need to have better term here And I'm like, man, that's such little detail. that doesn't matter, but he pushes me hard yeah. on it and i'm I'm super grateful for it uh and that has you know allowed me to have some good breakthroughs
0: oh yeah no big time the models is huge i, I looked at doing them earlier last year but i thought it might have just been a little we're, we're gonna look at something like that you gotta have i think limit. you're close we you got, got, got the seeds yeah. of it it sounds like yeah we got the levels I'm, I'm a big thing i love levels uh, good you know moving to the next level mm-hmm. and not getting stuck so so that's brilliant by the way like what craig just shared guys if like this is i've been taking the same kind of notes i have take in a mastermind so i hope you guys are grateful and appreciative, like what he just shared, Craig. Thank you, man. You just yeah, no problem, us through like a full blown outline of how to take someone from the DM into a conversation. I gained insights on how huh? because we're unorganized in the Instagram. I'm like, why
1: aren't we just well, we fixed that before this. we got in this call, so we're yeah, you know, we're pretty good to go well, there. there. Go.
0: So, so, so there you guys go. You guys have a full blown strategy, uh, for uh, essentially how to convert clients or leads into paying
1: customers and you know it's uh, interesting is that people go man like he did he really just give like all that stuff for for free like, like like how how does he have a business if he gives all the way that for free i'm like well here's the thing it's like first of all we're gonna go and invent something that's gonna be even better than that <laughs> you and, think this and, is it and, yeah i mean like yeah oh, right we, we just right.
0: Here, here i want to sit on this kit i want you to go back but this just came up the other day and this is something i'm trying to hammer on our clients is that here's the people that struggle the most. They put the free stuff behind the, they put the best stuff behind the paid wall. That's right, the fundamental problem. They believe that the stuff that's most valuable, you could only get if you pay for, it. and that's why their business struggles. I'm like, no, man. If that's your best stuff and your business is struggling, you need to put it out in front to see if it's any good in the first place. Because if it's good, right. people will end up coming in. Yeah. So uh, I love that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's, uh, man. We've talked about so many great things here. Uh, you know what? What's on the horizon coming into 2020 for yourself? What are you? What are you well, looking surprisingly, to not eye? not
1: a possibly. Actually, I was going to say not a book, uh, but then actually, just on a call the other day, Jamie's like, "Well, we got to write a, a book about the Ballantine Method." Mm-hmm. And so I was resistant to call it the Ballantine Method. We we've named a, named our programs a few other things, oh, but you, Blueprint, yeah. the Ballantine Method. Everybody wants okay. the Ballantine okay. Method, okay. so. So it will be the Valentine Method. We'll probably write like a little 50-page book. Um, Another thing that we're doing is a webinar. We're going to be big on doing a lot of webinar stuff. And we were talking about that right before here. It's just the webinar to get people into the $1,500 course. We're going to be doing a lot of that. And I'm really excited excited about the mastermind because I'm like, I finally figured it out. I think the, the masterminds we've had recently have been killer. And I've got that figured out. And then... So, we said last year was our last perfect life retreat, and we will stick to that. And
0: yeah, you and Capital and Pedro, so you guys, what's up with the, the events? That well, Pedro's too busy time. with BitBody yeah, Bootcamp
1: yeah. to run Empire Summit. It takes a lot of time. And I mean, yeah. you know, you're putting a quarter million bucks into these events, you got to make your money back on them. Uh-huh. And, and Jason, as we were talking about, I think he just wants to move away from coaching. Uh-huh. So, I'm pretty sure he's not doing any events because it doesn't serve his long term goal. With me, it was like I said it was going to be our last perfect life retreat because I what because I you know I kind of shot myself my confidence in the foot the way that I had the previous year's event and it didn't generate a massive return on my investment so I don't know what our event will be but it will be same weekend it'll probably be smaller I'll probably have I might call it like the Valentine method event and just have a hundred people there mm-hmm. instead of three hundred people. Or I might try and do another 300 person event. We'll see. But it, it is because I, I finally figured it out. I figured out the formula to making it, you know, a three X return on your investment. Okay. But I I really want to get it much more than
0: that. Are you talking about the delivery or the? Uh, I figured the, out the, the I figured
1: haul. out like yeah the the structure of the content um, the so that it led to the most mastermind sales. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I right. finally figured that out. Gotcha. But I didn't I, I, I didn't yeah. yeah I mean I wasn't sure so. So the Perfect Life Retreat, not the greatest name in the world either, so it doesn't really matter. But the event is amazing. Like Our event is awesome because we put so much effort into everything about it, from the snacks to the speakers to the, you know, we run things on time, unlike most places. We do the round tables at night. It, it really is an incredible event. We give away amazing goodie bags. And people say, hey, listen, I've been to a lot of events, and this is truly the best event that I've ever been, into, been to. So we, you know, you get a little bit of a natural high from that. It is, yeah. and and you and you know the power of bringing great people together, and I get a lot out of it, and I develop relationships with people, which then leads to more stuff in the future. So, we'll do an event this year, just haven't figured out exactly what that is, and it'll be at late in November as well, or not late November, late in the year, in early November.
0: I respect you guys for running these events. They're they're uh, just to run a mastermind event is a is a full blown operation. Well, yeah, your
1: size for sure.
0: Yeah. A lot of details that go into it. And uh, just, you know, after you're going to the hundred million dollar mastermind experience, you're like, Oh my gosh, there's like 20 things I want to do at our next one, but we'll slowly, slowly add those in. Well, Craig, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, This has been an incredible time, incredible insights. I just, I love your vision. I love what you shared on the books. I, I truly love what you're sharing just with your vision for helping every single person have a coach. And I'm like, wow, it's. Uh, I want to make coaching available to everyone. That's, that's so awesome. So yeah. um, I love your vision for your coaching roster. You want to build your own Marvel comic book uh, yeah. hero team. That's so, so awesome. And um, I'm just excited to continue to see you uh, soar and to lead the way and pave the path. oh well, uh, man, I got to keep up with you. So,
1: you know, it, it's just... Everybody listening, surround yourself with people that play, make you play up, not one level, not two levels, but like the highest levels that you could possibly think of. And where where it is almost there's almost tension and pressure in a good way. You have gotta be around it. And and a lot of people listening have that in their fitness, right? They go to a gym where there's people in great shape, and it's like, okay, well, listen, you can have that in other areas of your life. You can have it for your faith, you can have it for relationships, you know. If, if you're like, "Why man, why can't I get a girlfriend to stick? You know, why am I always going out with these girls who cheat on me? Or why am I always going out with these guys who cheat on me?" It's because you're not around people whose relationships are stronger than yours. Mm. And and it is for awesome. everything in life, you know. It, it, why are my articles not better? It's because you don't hang around people who write better than you. All that stuff mm. can be improved. Environment is destiny, and environment is key.
0: Oh, I like that. That's really powerful. Uh, I right, stole go. that
1: from Jason Capital. so I mean that's that's the, also the benefit of hanging around smart people you can steal their lines. It sounds really <laughs> smart
0: you know, it goes around All right Craig Valentine, thank you so much. where can everybody learn about what you're doing
1: and uh, how can people come into your world all over the internet yeah, baby on Instagram at real Craig Valentine. and if real Craig Valentine tries to sell you Bitcoin, it is a scammer i I've, <laughs> I've just got rid of another one so but here's the thing is like uh, yeah i mean that shows that i've made it, it people send, almost every day someone sends me a message and says hey do you have another account that tries to sell me bitcoin i'm like no that's not me and then sometimes people will say hey what's what's the what's your banking information so i can send you money for the bitcoin and i'm like you got scammed don't send money to a stranger that you met on instagram for bitcoin oh anyways gosh, anyways crazy. That's a tangent. So (laughs) real Craig Ballantyne on Instagram or email me at at craig at godfather.com or go to early to rise.com or get my new book at perfectweekformula.com. I just bought a... Or just send me a whole bunch of money. i bought about a hundred of them gift them out to our
0: students. What, bitcoins uh, or books? Your book. Okay, good. Yeah, Perfect Life Formula. It's the book you guys all need. All right, take care, everyone. Thank you.